listener production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 4th of October. All eyes will be on the Reserve Bank today with another increase in the official cash rate expected. Many experts are tipping an increase of half a percent. It comes as new research from Roy Morgan has found that one in five Australian homeowners are already facing mortgage stress. Joining us now for her expert analysis is Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at Canstar. Effie, good morning. So it's the million-dollar question today. How hard will the Reserve Bank go? Well, it's probably going to have to be just as aggressive and continue that path. I mean, when you're looking at where most banks are predicting and the market, it looks like another hefty 0.5% cash rate raise today. Um, not good for, for homeowners, of course. I mean, on a, on a $500,000 mortgage, it could go up around about $157 per month. However, if that cash rate keeps rising by that full 1% between now and December, as predicted by two of the big banks, monthly repayments on a $500,000 loan could rise by $318 for Christmas. And that's in addition, Tash, to already the $650-odd that have been added to repayments since May. Now, just to put this into perspective, for those with a million-dollar mortgage, which is not unusual in Sydney, they could be factoring in an extra $635 by December taking the potential total increase in repayments from May to a staggering $1,900 per month. Yeah, it's a massive jump, especially with the rising cost of living. And Effie, this comes on the back of new data showing property prices are starting to fall in many parts of the country. Yeah, so CoreLogic, it's spring, their reports come out. And again, we've seen another month of house prices declining and also regional markets too. So dwellings have fallen about 1.4% in September. Although if there's any good news, it's the, the rate of decline is trending a little lower. I mean, when you look at August, it was one6 so all capital cities except Darwin have seen a drop. And the only reason Darwin hasn't seen a drop is, well, they actually haven't seen, you know, their property prices are still about 10% below their 2014 peak. It was interesting to note they had a report coming out showing the proportions of loss-making sales for the June quarter. Um, on average, the losses were around 33000 Still, the gains were greater, about 270000 According to CoreLogic, they may see a turnaround property prices next year, but if these rates continue to be you know, aggressive as they are, it is going to push a downturn in property as we're seeing. And if you, how much is this going to play into the R word, recession? We saw the Federal Treasurer uh, mention mm. the R word uh, earlier this week. So what does that mean for tough times ahead? Well, you know, the potential of recession obviously then goes through to businesses, it goes through to, to the share market, it goes through to investors, and even if you don't invest, your super fund has uh, has taken a hit. When you're looking at globally what's happened, you're seeing all the the, the, uh, the, the Fed, the banks, central banks increasing their uh, interest rates to combat inflation. Our numbers come out soon, and it's a case where it could be a bit of a domino effect. When you've got, the, you know, the largest economies going into a recession, they're no doubt going to impact us. So it's a case of brace ourselves. If you've got a mortgage, make sure you're on the cheapest rate. Um, if you've got your regular household bills, can you do better? It's about putting a bit of buffer away where we can now to, to, to uh, accommodate um, what could be a recession for us as well. Yeah, tough times ahead for many people. Effie, thanks so much. Thank you. 
In other news this morning, the Optus CEO has spoken overnight apologising for the company's major data breach. The telecommunications giant has announced Deloitte will conduct an external review but says the hack hasn't affected as many customers as first feared. Optus CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosemarin confirming around 1.2 million customers had at least one identity document number compromised. We are disappointed that even one customer's information could be accessed. And we are deeply, deeply sorry that this could occur, especially because we genuinely care about safeguarding our customers' information and we invest millions of dollars and have teams of people whose job it is to prevent something like this from happening. The Privacy Commissioner, meantime, is yet to determine if she'll launch an inquiry into the Optus data breach. Angeline Falk has told ABC 730 she's closely watching an independent review ordered by Optus. So I'm seeking information about what security was in place at the time that this breach occurred and I'll assess that information and decide whether further regulatory action is warranted. Meantime, Jetstar has apologised for months of flight cancellations and interruptions for passengers. The airline says its fleet is starting to return to normal after a number of planes were grounded, causing major delays for travellers. Chief Operating Officer Matthew Franzi telling Channel 9 they're sorry. We know we haven't delivered to the customer expectations that Jetstar prides itself on, and for that we sincerely apologise. The team is doing everything possible to get our operation back up and running uh, so that we can see some smooth flying for all of our customers. The trial of the man who allegedly assaulted former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins is set to begin today. Bruce Lerman stands accused of the sexual assault at Parliament House in Canberra in 2019. He's pleaded not guilty to the charges. The trial has already been delayed due to publicity. It's now expected to go for up to seven weeks. To Victoria now and police are launching a crackdown on e-scooter safety after the death of a 28-year-old man. It's believed he wasn't wearing a helmet and suffered life-threatening injuries after crashing over a speed bump in Melbourne's north. He died in hospital on Friday and is the eighth person to be killed in an e-scooter accident in Australia this year. Residents across New South Wales and South East Queensland are being warned to prepare for a number of dangerous weather systems over the next week with concerns for many flood-affected communities. Our reporter Sasha Barbagat has the details from Sydney. Taj, the Bureau of Meteorology has now briefed the SES about the concerning weather conditions on the horizon for New South Wales. Two separate fronts are expected to bring heavy rainfall to much of the state over the coming days, with regional communities set to cop the brunt of it. The first weather system is set to drop 20 to 40 millimetres to much of the inland west, while another will hit on Friday. The SES is expecting more flooding for the Macquarie, Bogan, Peel and Namoy rivers, with some residents still cut off by roads due to previous rain events. While those in Sydney are being told to expect a very wet week as well, with hundreds of mills tipped to fall between tomorrow and Sunday. Overseas now, the death toll from Hurricane Ian in the US has risen to at least 85, with many more injured as the massive cleanup continues. The financial cost of one of the biggest hurricanes in US history could now soar past $100 billion. Authorities are now under fire over a lack of adequate preparation for the hurricane and the response that followed. And as of today, the cashless debit card is voluntary. Thousands of people across trial sites in remote communities in WA, South Australia and Queensland can now opt out of the controversial scheme after legislation was amended in Parliament last week. Claire Victory from Vinnie says the change is well overdue. This is a 
an overdue but a welcome step in terms of actually restoring some dignity uh, to people who are doing it tough and, and giving people, you know, more control uh, over their own lives um, and empowering them to, you know, to contribute to their communities and have control over their own destiny. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. A Panther star is facing a World Cup ban over a social media post during their wild premiership celebrations. Yes, good morning, Tash. A little bit like uh, last year where some of those premiership celebrations might be going a bit over the top for the Panthers. But uh, it's hard to blame them, though, given they've just won back-to-back premierships. For Jerome Luai, though, it could cost him some games at the World Cup for Samoa. Now, the NRL Integrity Unit is investigating a social media post the playmaker has since deleted. It reportedly had racial connotations, but teammates claim it's uh, used to describe a friend. Now, Nathan Cleary may have guided the Panthers to a a premiership, a second one in a row, of course, but he's not guaranteed of winning the Kangaroos halfback role at the World Cup. He's been named in Mel Meninga's squad alongside Manly's daily Cherry Evans. The coach says Cherry Evans has a strong claim to retain the role. Daly's the incumbent as well, you know, so he was there three years ago and had a really good season, uh, particularly Origin. So some sore heads and uh, potentially wallets at the Panthers this morning. To the AFL now, Breton, the silly season is underway with the trade period kicking off with a bang. Yeah, now normally it's pretty quiet at the start of the trade period, then all the trades get done in a flurry at the very last minute, but we actually had three yesterday, and Tim Taranto, the midfield star from the Giants, has gone to the Tigers in exchange for picks 12 and 19. Thank you so much to the Richmond Footy Club for giving me this opportunity. I honestly can't wait to run out in the yellow and black next year at the at the G in front of all you fans. His former Giants teammate Bobby Hill moved to the Pies. The Eagles swooped late in the day, securing speedy halfback Jaden Hunter from the D's. And Jason Horn Francis, we spoke about him yesterday, just one year with North Melbourne, pick one in the draft. He wants to go back home to SA with the power. The Kangaroos say pick eight and a future first round selection won't be enough. So there's a lot of haggling to be done there. It's always busy off-field as well as on-field with the AFL, Breton. The Bathurst 1000 roars to life this weekend and a legend will be back. Yeah, that's a Craig Lowndes, a seven-time champion around Mount Panorama, is teaming up with Declan Fraser in a wildcard entry run by Triple Eight Racing. Lowndes says the young gun is a star on the rise. Declan is a young, up-and-coming race driver who's racing in our Super 2 program, currently leading the championship, so it's great for him uh, and really exciting to be able to uh, to share the car with, with someone almost, for me, like going full circle when yeah. I first came here in 94. Yeah, he was a rookie back in 94, Craig Lowndes, uh, driving for the Peter Brown. Rocker Factory Holden team and managed to finish second. That was a stunning drive. And a shout-out to the Adelaide 36ers as well. Stunning the basketball world yesterday, Tash, beating the Phoenix Suns 134-124 to in Arizona. That's the first time an NBL side has beaten an NBA franchise. And there's just a bit of a difference uh, in the wages between them. It's more than 200 million Aussie dollars. Wow. That's like your wage, Brett. <laughs> Almost. The gap between you and me. <laughs> you have a great day. Thanks so much. You too. Thanks, Tash. And astronomers and amateur stargazers are on cloud nine with Jupiter, the closest it's been to Earth in 59 years. The giant planet is expected to be as bright as the moon this week. The next time the two planets will come this close to each other will be in 2100. 
and 29. There you go. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.